getting going all night lowing where is rowan he's out rowing his boat i like it i mean it's got it's got rhymes <laughs> it just abruptly ends it's it's he's... like a it's like a teaser for what might be coming where is rowan he's out rowan his boat Oh, you thought it's it was going to yeah, be a no, growing was, again. No, it, like I thought that you'd had time to think about what you're going to say then and maybe it would go on. But no, no it just that's, like that's the, that's the deliberate purpose. That's the brilliance of it, Luke. Yeah. Because Rowan is a name and an activity. Good. Good, good, good. Good, good, good. I want to take it to another place rather than the dum, 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 dum. It's just like I reckon it should go to a minor key. A minor key after that. Okay, okay. Well, I'm offensive. Right, can you do the do 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 Keep going. Do 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 Yeah, I should really hit record on this podcast, eh? Oh, you didn't. I'm just, just kidding. I'm just, oh, it was just a goof, just a good old fashioned. Imagine, imagine if, if we hadn't like recorded when that goof. Paul McCartney recorded. Imagine. I want to hold your hand. <laughs> and then John was like, can you do that again? And he's it like, is... oh, George, I fucking told you that you should have hit record, you fucking It's cunt. the red one. It's the big fat red one that says record, you fucking dickhead. Well, oh, take a, a gun. Take out a gun, man. We're going to take it again from the top. I am Paul McCartney. Okay, all one and a two and a three and a yesterday. Gosh, yes. Uh... Yesterday is probably the nicest sounding melody, I think. Ever. ever, ever. I reckon it's one of the best sounding things ever, and I don't even really like the Beatles that much. Like, like of all the Beatles songs, yesterday. I mean, like yeah. I like yesterday, but it's not like it's the one. But what about the part where it goes? Da 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 da. Oh, is that yesterday? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that's now a great it song. it looks as though they're here, I'm gay. I don't think... It's... I don't think... Yeah, subliminal messaging. Right. Subliminal messaging, Nick. That's why all... all of those men would be screaming at the airports when the Beatles rocked up. <laughs> well, they weren't gay icons. They were just gay themselves. Oh, I They see. were... Closeted gay icons. Yeah, they were the poster boys for closet gays. <laughs> this is yeah. some real revisionist history now. Um, every, um... every man trapped in the closet between the 1960s and early 1980s had, just looked up at Paul It's like secret thought... code. So they had like a guy and one of their friends over for homework, yeah. and the other one knew about the secret code, and he was like, "Come, oh, we're going to do some algebra together because Miss Mrs. Fruley is going to hit the fan otherwise." <clears throat> and they come into the room, they see a poster of the Beatles, they're like, "I know what's up." Yeah, you're the walrus. Yeah, 
Don't get that though. I laughed, but I didn't get it. It's like it's a it's a it's the code. Yeah. What's up, Nick? <sighs> Say it. Spit it out. Uh, it just felt a bit forced. That's all. Um, we'll do one of those. It's like a plane landing and then having to take off again. Have you seen those videos? Did you yeah. see the story today? About the woman getting basically sucked out of a southwestern airline yeah. flight in Philly. Yeah. Holy shit, that's scary. Yeah, that's horrible, eh? Someone died on that as well. Yeah. No, that's it, not, not, not a nice way to go. That's why I don't fly southwest. I don't know. That's why you don't like southwest food. Yeah. The whole southwestern region in America has been ruined for you over yeah. this PR disaster. I refuse to even look in that direction now. Just like... On a compass. Right. Good. Good one. Did you know that I was watching Blue Planet? Uh, I didn't Planet know Earth that. Two yesterday, and you know there's ant uh, termite mines in, uh, mounds in northern Australia that are on a northwest axis, and they all there's like thousands of them in this field, and they all point north. Uh, sorry, north south. They point to the poles. It's crazy. Why is Sorry, that? Sorry, they, they point north-south, Well, northwest. Yes, north-south. Sorry. It's, yeah. They're in the, on the pole. They're pointing towards the poles wow. of the earth. It's because they've got magnets in their brains. Do they actually? Oh, why did I ask that? Seriously. Fell right into it. What was the other... <laughs> remember, Wait. What was the other thing? What was the other thing a couple of weeks ago? I asked you a question. You were like, can you... I'm not going to answer that now, but can you answer that on ask that on the on the podcast? And I was like, "Why?" And then I was like, "Oh yeah, because it's really a fucking stupid question." <laughs> I and don't remember was... what that one was, but I do remember on the podcast when you asked whether a globe was a 3D object. Um, <laughs> what do you, what do you call a 3D circle or something like that? You're talking about flat Earth theory. Uh yeah. Well. I guess that's stupid, but you could have 2D globes. <laughs> you can't. Yeah, you can't I can. By definition. All right. Yes, you can. Can I draw a globe? No. Yes, I can. I can draw a globe. Like a light globe. Doesn't matter, does it? It does matter, matter what, because the definition of a globe, like a, it, it's, a three, it's a sphere. But I can draw a representation of one. Yeah, but not in 3D. Yeah, well... You just you can draw a representation well, of one, which is a circle in two D. Well, fine, well, fine, fine. You're right again, I guess. Welcome to Deep Ford, everybody. Just waiting for a better intro, and that was what I was after. Um, gosh, just lovely to be back. And um, it's great. It's fantastic. It is. It is all of those things. Uh, this is a podcast. We talk about you know big issues. Um, who knows what it might be this week? You just have who to knows? keep listening. Um, sitting through the internet with me today, Michael Zabrecki, wearing some kind of black beret. Uh, uh, it's my Mongolian, it's my Mongolian hat. What's the proper name of a Mongolian hat? Uh, um, 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 a yarmulke. I don't think that's right. Say it's hi, It always Michael. comes back to the Jews. What's up, my good bitch? And my name's Nick. Hey, 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 how you been? How have that you was been, directed Nick? to you. That was that was not. How right. have you been though? I've been good. Yeah. Don't care. I had a night. Who cares? Who cares? We're all gonna die. Oh, bit of a tough bit of a tough hang today. 
Why? What happened today? Oh, I'm just talking about specifically this moment right now. Oh. I had a really nice day. And now um, it's just gone off a cliff. Yep. So when I said today, um, I'll be ready in six minutes, and you said I'm ready now. Uh-huh. Did you notice, like, do you ever, like, stop yourself and go, oh, man, that's a really a part of my personality that I should change or work on? <laughs> No, I said it knowing that it was a shit-stirring comment. Uh, okay, well, you do it well. Yeah, I know. It's great. Yeah, I feel like you don't even know where that character ends and you begin. <laughs> there might be some truth in that. It's only with my closest friends. Well, I'll, I'll take it as a compliment. But yeah, you should. When you're being a brat yeah, to me. I'll be like, oh, that's just Nick's weird way of showing me that he loves me. Yeah, he's so rude to me, which can That's only mean great. <laughs> yeah, it's because That's it would great. be inappropriate in other social circumstances. <laughs> hey, nice headphones, dude. Oh yeah, thanks. I love the way you always bring them up every week. You look like um, you're about to go jackhammering. You're wearing you... a fucking like black all head encompass. It looks like you're wearing. Like a cheap Halloween afro is Look, what you're mate, wearing right now. And you're going to sit not... there and throw, like, fucking hand grenades at me about the fact that I'm wearing earphones. Like, what's your problem? I will not sit here and take fashion tips from you, you fucking khaki-wearing, bootleg-cutted cunt. How about we ask the audience whether they'd prefer to listen to someone with good audio or someone whose fucking beard rubs up across the earphone micropiece every no, it fucking doesn't. four seconds. No, it doesn't. It does. No, it spin doesn't. around in a second. Spin well, around. Spin around. Well, I'm not going to spin now. Well, I'm not going to do anything because you that's tell also me to do. I don't have to listen to you. Yeah, no, spin, do a spin and we'll hear whether or not it rubs against your fucking beard. Why would I? I'm not going to fucking twirl like a monkey for you. Twirl? You're not the... Twirl, no, bitch. I want Twirl. to now, but like, not, I'm, I'm doing, doing it because not because I you want asked, to. because I want to. Yeah. Oh, Nick. It's a perfect half circle. Perfect. How do I do it every time? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the margin for error must be quite small. It's almost like you it. put the laptop camera central <laughs> onto it and then face it centrally. So then when you spin in a circle, it's already directly centered. What a fucking miracle that is. Um, that, what size is that jumper that you're wearing? Uh, the jumper? Is it, an ex, is it an extra large? I don't think so. I don't think I've ever worn an extra large anything in my entire life, other than condom. <laughs> uh, no one, no one who pronounces it condom has ever worn an extra large one. <laughs> what are you, wait, what's, what's wrong with my pronunciation? No, Nick, you gotta say is it, it like, condom? or like... No, you got to say it like American, like condom. Condom. You got to think Boston. You go like, hey, bastard. Has anyone seen my condom? (laughs) Why my one condom? (laughs) Yeah, the one that I reuse every time. (laughs) Environmentally. Um, Do you want to know what my friendly shirt? Yeah, I don't know. It's a medium. Okay. Wow. Should probably go for a small next time. Um, my bro- my grandmother would it's look a at the jumper. Are you wearing another grizzly bear t shirt? Yeah. What Com- is wrong with you? I my wardrobe is I have at least three grizzly bear t shirts. You're hoping that the bears can pick up the scent. 
no, no, unintentional. It was one for every concert. Well, do you do that with every concert that you go to? I actually do. Oh, I actually do. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. This one's going to be such a fucking nightmare to edit. I can already tell. Hang on, it'll be fine. Yeah. Thanks from someone who's never edited anything. Oh, I have that on tape now. That's perfect. No. That was off the record. We should do a wardrobe swap. There is no fucking way I'm putting myself under that humiliation. <laughs> we should uh, find the best outfit that we think would suit the other person in our current wardrobe. Send it to them. Yeah, and do what with it? Just, like, take photos. <laughs> See what happens. Just see what happens. What would you What would you dress me in? Okay, you're my stylist. Go on. But I, am I pulling from my current wardrobe, or is it just generally? Oh, I fucking, big picture. Fucking hope not. <laughs> you're such a dick. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll just get all my worst old clothes out, and uh, the ones that have holes in them and that sort of thing, and just send them your way. I bet the whole the ones that have holes in them probably look the best. <laughs> Uh, no. I got out of the city next week. I'm such a... Just talking about myself all the time, don't I? Well, I... Well, I think that we should actually start off this podcast with a little bit of follow-up on last week's episode because you started... Okay. Um, well, you in that uh, episode, you talked about how you were going to be driving back to Adelaide with your old car and... Yet here you are again in Melbourne. So I have to assume you successfully made that trip. So please fill us in about what happened on your successful road trip. So, okay. So I did make it, obviously, to from Adelaide to Melbourne. Just to give some context, I have a car. I was, I was driving, whatever, doesn't matter. I was giving, I was um, driving a car that was, I think I said this last week, that was basically, well, literally taped together with duct tape. So I had been in a crash a couple of years ago, went to the back of someone, it moved my whole bonnet forward, and so now it can't latch down again. So I just tied it down with some rope and some alligator clips, and it seemed to work fine. Although it does, when you're going at like 110 miles an hour, and it gets a bit of windy, you do start to, like it does come up like about a quarter of the way in, into your field of vision. <laughs> Jesus. Um. And then I had like the indicators literally duct tape on just for good measure, but they were sticky taped on the inside. Oh. And I drove, so I got about four hours in from Melbourne, uh, left Melbourne four hours, four hours in. Oh yeah. The other thing is my car is probably defected by the Victoria police. Um, okay. So now it's, this is the funny thing. So I get four hours in, I'm feeling pretty comfortable comfortable enough to the point so i was driving into the sun basically the whole time because i left at like 9 30 a.m and i was driving to adelaide basically you're driving into the sun the whole time it wasn't particularly hot but drive it, i did get hot sitting in my car now i've never done this before but i made the decision about four hours in to take off my shirt and drive <laughs> <laughs> and i what? i I, I just decided, I was like, I've never, 
I've never ta- I've never drove driven topless, and then I wondered <laughs> if it was like illegal, and I thought, well, there's not many cars here, like let's just try it, and so I managed to take off my shirt while Wait. keeping my eyes on the road. No, you didn't do it mid drive. I did. Oh, Michael, <laughs> you um, took a shirt off. Yeah, traveling at 110 k's an hour down a highway in a defected yeah. vehicle. It might. I think I slowed down a bit. Because I'm safe. Uh-huh. Anyway, and you're not going to believe this, so I'm sitting there in my just listening to. I was listening to Jake and Amir podcast, um, and I was just driving down topless. It wasn't very comfortable at all, like because I was just the seatbelt. The seatbelt so would rub straight on your skin. You'd get it right yeah, on the was, nipple. There was a bit of that. I was just so self conscious the whole time. I was like, oh man, imagine, imagine if a town comes up now and I don't have enough time and I'm just driving and they look at me and I'm like oh god and they would look and it wouldn't be looking like you know when you see some like topless guys walking around they're a bit rough yeah they would it would just because of my probably my physique and my just manner they'd probably think you know he's like something fancy boy (laughs) and anyway so I'm driving down for about 10 minutes with my shirt back on just pro like just contemplating whether or not to put my shirt back on, but thought it's probably going to be a bit tougher while still driving. And I'm not even kidding you. Ten minutes later, a police car, highway patrol come down the other way, uh, opposite me. Um, I see them make a swift like U-turn and I'm like, okay, it's on. I'm like fucking five hours outside of my destination. They're about to pull up my thing, uh, my, my thing and say, Oh, this car's been defected. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, and then so I um, get my shit ready, <laughs> scramble my top back on because <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I'm still topless. And they put they you know say, what's going on? What happened to your car? Like my car is a gold car, but the duct tape is silver. So I kind of just highlighted the fact <laughs> that it was taped together. But you can't sticky. find gold duct tape is your problem. Yeah, I know. Well, it's very difficult. Um, it's... Yeah. And um, anyway, they have a look. They say, what's happened to your car? I just tell them the story. I tell them that um, I'm driving it back because I don't have enough cash to like fix this piece of shit up. And it's just a money pit. And my dad's got a mechanic friend. He's going to uh, fix it up. Um, they they basically just laughed and uh, let me on my way. That's I don't amazing. really know. I was, I was like, you've seen the car, right? They saw that it was tied down. Anyway, so I got like that, and then I felt like on top of the world. Like I was like, oh, man, well, I can't get pulled out. Like, the odds of me getting pulled over again pretty slim, and I've yeah. already passed it, so whatever. And then so I crossed the South Australian-Victorian border, and 20 minutes after I crossed the border, SA Highway Patrol does the same thing, going the other way, makes a U-turn, pulls me over, has a bit more of a thorough look at the car, and basically said, this is not like you, you can't drive this piece of shit. I tell him that I gave him the same story, and I tell him that uh, some guys pulled me over like about an hour before, and uh, yeah, basically he just let me go as well. Um, and he like wrote down, he gave me an um uh, an immunity slip. He's like, if anyone else pulls you over from here to Adelaide, just show them this slip, and um, it basically says you're okay to drive at home, so you can get it fixed. Wow, I didn't even realize yeah. that sort of thing existed—an immunity slip. Do you still have I it? I really fucking game, man. I do. Somewhere. It's very cool. It's fucking cool, it's like, dude. It's literally, I mean, it is literally a get out of jail free card. 
I know. So, yeah. I mean, all this talk about police in the, in the news media, Nick, I can say as a straight white male that the, I have not seen, I've, I feel like the police are doing their job. And they're great. They're... Did you still feel, like, nervous when they walked up? Like, do you still oh, get yeah. that moment of, like, <gasps> You know, the first time I did, and then the second time I was, like, I felt confident. <laughs> hey, yeah. And you Proper. were saying um, you were listening to Jake and Amir. Oh, right. So, the first time I got pulled over, I was listening to Jake and Amir. The second time, I had asked you at Bordertown if you could send me the last one that we did, um, where I where I talked about this story, and I just liked it. I wanted to hear back. You know, I like to hear when I've said racist. He likes listening shit. to his own voice. I like listening to my own voice. Anyway, I was listening to the podcast in my car, literally talking about getting to the end of the podcast, literally talking here, listening to myself talk about. I don't know whether I'm going to make this trip when I got pulled over by the second police. <laughs> it was amazing. That is incredible. It was incredible. Very, oh. very well, weird. Well, I'm glad that you made it out alive and you're now a Vesperona. you got to lisp on the, on the boy as well. Oh, yeah. No, you don't need to tell me how to say could boy. <laughs> That's really good. Good boy. It's just fun to say. Uh, I feel like that should be our first T-shirt. Should just get someone to make a Scooter Boys T-shirt, Deep Fort T-shirt. Why have we never done Deep Fort? Why have we because never done Because it would only lose us money. Because <laughs> all we would do is spend money on a thing that it would we would not get any money back from. Who? Why? Hey, sorry. Who invited bloody Elon Musk over here? Uh, I just got... Dude, when did it start being about the money, man? Yeah, uh, just ever since I got that Myob license and I started doing our finances, started to realise all in the red, just only going down. Dude, but, I don't um... even know what Myob is, but you're... But Myob... No, I was starting to think of a... I, I, don't I can give you a minute know. if you just want to, like, if you want to finish off that joke... I can just give you a second and you can just think of like a funny thing to say. Okay, I got it. I got it. Yeah. Hey, 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 man, I don't even know what Mayab is, but you Mayab will be talking Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I really didn't want to laugh at that, but it was it was more about delivery than content. Oh, um, don't just deconstruct my joke in front of me. Like... <laughs> It's like doing the op- autopsy in front of the family of the deceased. Yeah. Sometimes the deceased you. just wants... They just want to know if it was like a murder or if it was like an aneurysm. You want them there. <laughs> and you don't trust the doctors. Hey, speaking of which... Oh, God. Quickly, I don't think have I have you... enough stamina for another one of your doctor stories. That's a story. <laughs> I honestly have not seen a doctor in 10 years. No, I, I remember the vet dentist that you went to, and I think everyone else who's still got, like, the nightmares remembers it as well. No, the dentist, yeah, but they're not a doctor. Yeah, they're kind of a doctor. I'm too afraid that he's going to tell me I'm sick. The <laughs> the doctor? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's plausible. You'll be like, mm, when was the last time you saw your doctor? And I'll be like, mm, 
when was 9-11? And he'll be like, <laughs> okay. And then he'll be like, you have lymphoma and you've had it for the last seven years. And I'll be like, meh, meh. I kind of like guessed I had something. <laughs> Jesus. This is gone places, this one. Um, works of art are meant to go into the public domain after, or originally went into the public domain after the author died. But because corporations own it these days, oh, they've I been did pushing hear about back this. Yeah. This, um, this time frame where it becomes publicly accessible years and years later. So now, you know, I, I think it's been Walt Disney that's been mostly pushing this stuff because they want to hold on to the exclusive copyright to Mickey Mouse for as long as they can. Um, and Wait, so they don't get Mickey Mouse as, a, as an entity? Who does After the Disney. Uh, so Steamboat Willie was one of the, the f- ones that was originally going to um, be public domain as a um, right. as a movie, but obviously Disney does not want to let go of that. So they basically successfully lobbied Congress to push that um, time frame back later and later and later, so they can hold on to uh, these really valuable properties of theirs. Um, but how much how much money are they getting off Steamboat Willie these days? Well, it's like the, the origin of, um, like, Mickey Mouse. Yes, you know, but Mickey the... Mouse evolved. He's another thing now. He doesn't yeah. even know who Steamboat Willie is. But do you think Mickey they want Mouse to see... Mickey Mouse is a millennial. Do you think they want to see people, like, just throwing Mickey Mouse, like, Steamboat Willie stuff into any and everything they want? It's, like, and, and, and doing it with, like, any kind of... Like, like, currently you have satirical merits for using other people's work, right? You can do it if it's satire, yeah. but imagine doing it just to shit over the, you know, the original art to be, you know, almost what we'd call like defamatory or something by manipulating Steamboat Willie into horrible things or whatever. With well, no, like, I'm sure there's a merit. Steamboat Willie porno somewhere. <laughs> Have You're you seen all those, right. like, they do, like... They do like the Simpsons and like the Family Guy and shit. Like, do you reckon people are actually? I mean, it's in the name, isn't it? Steamboat Willie. It's right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the question that I really had for today was, how much do you think uh, an artist should be able to hold on to their work, and how long after their death? Versus, what's the right of the public to be able to interpret works of art and? remix them and you know reproduce them as much and as freely as they want great question art's weird because art is just an idea and trademarking or monetizing ideas is weird yeah but kind of has to happen mm, I would say this is probably doesn't relate when it comes to, cause it's not really the artist that's fighting for the, uh, rights to his own work. It's the corporation Disney. Yeah. But I reckon any artist would be gives up art and it would be happy for it to be chopped and changed. Um, I think however that's... people think to create new art that's great that's like atoms breaking up that's like when we die our 
atoms break up and go into the universe. Like that's just another version of that. I like that analogy a lot, but I think that's also probably not not an eternal truth. I think that's probably that's a relatively modern idea. The idea of of remixing and reproducing is has only really been plot, like possible post industrial revolution because before right. that you only ever had one copy of a thing. And if you're like, well, sure. I mean, yes, you could like rewrite something and you had like monks rewriting the Bible, you know, over and over and over again, or copying works of literature for 2000 years. But yeah. to a certain extent until the mechanical or the digital age where you could reproduce multiple things really easily or even duplicate without removing the original, the idea of doing so to a work of art is, was probably apocryphal. Like you can't, you can't remix the Mona Lisa before you had some version of digital. Well, no, of it. not not true. You had DJs, Nick, and I reckon that, as as far as I can see, is probably the. It seems like the most obvious as well. But when they introduced vinyl records, and then you heard like a track skip, but then it skipped in time, and then someone thought, "Fuck, I could make you know, something else out of this." Yeah, maybe. But I was I mentioned the Mona Lisa, <laughs> so. It was Oh no. Well I actually Mona Lisa's a song by uh, Oh sorry, sorry, yeah. Nat, like Nat King White Cole, Stripes, so. yeah, yeah. I don't know why I thought of that before the actual thing. Yeah. Um but no, I mean like you're absolutely right. That 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 whole culture of making new music out of old music, that's that's definitely true. But it, again it's still like in the electrical age, you know, it's it's it relied on a certain amount of reproducibility. Um For sure. But, but then why 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 wouldn't you want that? Well, I just Honestly, think that some people, like, if you if you picture like again, if you say to Da Vinci or whatever, "Hey, we're going to take this priceless work of art and the only one that exists, and you're we're going to cut it up and and someone else is going to paint over it with it like a big smiley face," you, we're yeah. going to miss Da Vinci. Um, but what was that? What was the painting of the Jesus and then the woman got the, the original of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you're I talking mean, about the, the fresco on that Italian. Wall or whatever, yeah. and she and like she tried to cover it up. <laughs> yeah, I love that is my favorite art story ever. It is brilliant, and yes. I think weirdly enough, it has some kind of interesting artistic merit because that <laughs> image, that image, is now being seen by more people than if she hadn't done it. Exactly. I mean, yeah, it is just hype though. And um, I suppose I there's just... also like Sorry. art historians as well who would say that, like. Uh, artists would reuse canvases as well. Like that, um, the Mona Lisa was painted on top of an earlier version of that thing, and and people would would paint over that, um, like the original or like other paintings completely because it was expensive to go and buy a new <laughs> frame. So yeah, there is a history of it. Yeah, there is no real formula to frame. Like I feel like a, so much of what becomes famous is. Pure chance. Like, there are so many things that could have been famous and that just aren't because of, not because of any other reason apart from, just, just weird coincidence, circumstance. Yeah, but Which at the is same time, kind of defeats the whole purpose of fame. Oh, well, you think fame is meant to be? Well, it decreases uh, spontaneous. the value of fame. Sure, it, yeah. it definitely decreases the value of fame. I agree with that. But the um, the idea that. Um, that, that like people can't organize like uh, uh, people 
when you think about a music label these days, um, they have so many like techniques that they'll try and employ to make a new like hit, make a new famous artist. They'll you know they'll push it out to many people. They'll try and get like use their leverage as an existing label to get them interviews on talk shows, and they'll you know blanket the CD or whatever out to um, reviewers or whatever like that. People will try and manufacture it in really specific ways. And I think a lot of the time they can be successful with it. Yeah. Do you know the, uh, do you know the artist Pogo? Uh, I know the name of it, but I'm not sure I could so uh, he's, um, specify him or her. So he's a, he's a famous guy. He's actually from Perth. He's become real famous because he, he done this, um, this remix so he, what he does, he takes Disney movies and he uses nothing but the sounds in that. So basically every single sound, the drums, the notes, he's got this program that it runs through, it can run through a whole movie and then say which notes are in, you yeah. know, so when the people are talking. And so he's got this program that's done that and he's made these remixes of Disney films that you might see the one, he's got a famous one called Alice. Yeah, 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 I have. Now, He's got an interesting story because Disney actually first, when his video got like went viral, yeah, um, Disney tried to sue him, and then when he basically had no leg to stand and no funds, they employed him. They said we're going to drop the charges, but you know, we're going to you have to work for us for our uh, marketing team. Wow! And so he got a gig from the lawsuit wow. against the prosecutors uh, with Disney. To help help them make ads. Wow, crazy, That's crazy, crazy. Yeah. Young kid, young kid too. He's, he's probably he's probably about our age now, maybe a couple of years. Right, younger, younger than us, but yeah, crazy. And he does it with all Disney. He does it with Snow White and stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I've, I think I've seen that a bit. Yeah, it's crazy. And like that's the kind of stuff that is both uh, artistically valid in the sense that it, it it's come from an outside source to Disney. And yet, has real marketable value to the brand itself. For sure, yeah, that's really interesting. But um, the um, in terms of like the financial side of it, I understand why like artists need some kind of protection of their work when it's still something they could be earning from. You know, like uh, I see a lot of uh, like graphic design people um, have real issues with a lot of those um like online t-shirt stores or whatever or or, you know like t-fury or or something um where they've written a that they've like done a a design or something like that and then they like google it and they discover that someone has like ripped it off and started printing it on t-shirts but they don't get like any sales from it um so like that in that sort of visual plagiarism is just like literally like career destroying if someone's making money off your image and they've done it without your permission they're just making money off your hard work so i get why you need that sort of protection there is um a so did mcdonald's not have one like in the last few years they had someone was they've got a no one can do the golden arches it's so weird when you break it down, though, because they... It's just a combination saying, of, like, no shapes one can and have, colors. 
Dude, yes. Isn't it? It's just, yeah. Or you can trademark. Oh, what did I hear the other day? Um, oh, Kylie Minogue. She has this thing now. I saw her on Graham Norton's show that she had like a perfume out and she's got like merchandise and it's Kylie. So, but in the UK and Australia, Kylie, people think of Kylie Minogue because she's massive in the UK. But in America, they've got like Kylie Jenner. Yeah, yeah. Who's obviously more well known there. And so they had this like um, dispute over where they can sell their products as Kylie. But Kylie's a name that millions of people have. And yet they they were like no, but I'm the Kylie, and yeah, the other one's I'm like I'm is Kylie. okay. You are the Kylie, but I am also the Kylie, um, like around this side of the earth. But yeah. you, okay, so you're Kylie there, and I'm Kylie here. I'm cool with that because I'm never probably going to be Kylie there. I'm going to try and trademark Nick. I'm just going to be New Zealand's Nick. <laughs> yeah, how weird is that to think? It's like you just you're. You're Nick. And everyone just knows. Yeah. Oh, I'm Nick. The, the Nick. And no one else can, like, use it without, like, yeah. permission. Oh, that was but such a Nick thing to But it gets down to weird places. Say. Yeah. It <laughs> gets to weird places, though. Because, like, I'm pretty sure... Maybe this is a myth. I can't remember. I feel like this is true. Like, Cadbury has trademarked the colour purple in the chocolate space. So they, they oh. have that specific colour. It's like... You've trademarked a colour that... You've trademarked literally a wavelength of, like, visible light. It's like Yeah, it's me, like, no, you can't. Like It's me, like me trademarking boron. I'm like, yeah, sorry, boron's mine now. You can't use boron without my permission. It's just a thing boron? that exists. Boron, an, atom, an element. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the 51st about, element. <laughs> you forgot about boron again. Um. Boron, I'm pretty sure, is, like, 10... Um, I thought that that in that explanation was pretty boron. Just so you know, I've boring. put a badum sound effect in just after that. Just so you know, just like to, just to really. <laughs> I hope you do. <laughs> I love your. Um, I love listening back to you do, which I only do for uh, every episode. PRPC. You can say that um, to your um, sound booth. Just uh, it's fantastic. <laughs> oh, you know, just it's add a little the bit of kind spice. of yeah. They and it's so weird because you don't. There's no consistency with it. Like we'll go like thirty episodes without any kind of <laughs> without any sort of artificial sound, and then all of a sudden they'll just be like this, and it will just come out of nowhere. I'm like, okay, okay, hey, we're, hey, we're hey. doing that now. You were the ones making most of the chicken noises in the past five episodes. Those are not soundboard hey. effects. That's you wearing a fucking charmica and just loudly squawking in your bedroom. Don't blame that on me. I love that you got impassioned and also used the word charmica. Just played <laughs> along. You were angry and you played along. That's that like was my I... word. I made up charmica. I don't think so, but... You oh, you are such a revisionist. Oh, you're such a revisionist. Oh, oh you are boy. such a revisionist. Oh I was at the God. clubhouse the other day, and they were all out of grape juice. <laughs> so I just had to have, like, an orange juice. Good boy. And then I asked them, I said, you're out of grape juice, are you? When are you going to get them? And they said, 
we do have grape juice. And then by that time, they'd gotten grape juice. And I was like, oh, you're such a revisionist. Get a boy. Just rewriting history, whatever you want. Just fuck off already. This character is offensive, and I would like you to stop. To whom? <laughs> to, to me. Whom? <laughs> Why? Because you know that's how I speak. And I would just appreciate it if you didn't use that kind of accent around me. Wait, why are you why are you allowed to make fun of the gays and I can't? Oh, I can think of one big reason. I can't. Extra large. Is it a big? Is it a big flaming <laughs> cock? <laughs> I can think of one big reason. <laughs> uh, good times. Uh, so uh, you, you don't seem that gay, though. Oh, thank you. I'm still not convinced. I, f- I feel like um, <laughs> you just you just went through a point in your life where you needed some attention. Yeah. And now, now you have to stick with the lie. Yeah, I'm stuck now. And is what's that, worse is, is we passed gay offensive? marriage, so now it's really like um, I, there's no excuses. <laughs> no, um, I guess you're just gay now. Yeah, that's how it works. Um, <laughs> just to uh, neatly tie off this discussion... How uh, how long do you reckon uh, the family of a artist should be able to profit off a work after the artist has died? I reckon after the artist is dead, nothing. Once they're dead, they're gone. I reckon once the artist is dead, then it's the artist's, yeah. The artist's fault should have lived well, longer. Not the artist's fault. The artist can decide up until if they want to... They want to give it up to for everyone they can, but the artist once the artist is dead, then everyone else can fuck off. Just because you have got the same DNA as someone doesn't have it doesn't really make any sense. Just because you're born into the family, it's just chance. Who cares? Fuck off! You didn't make it. If you want to license something, make something. Then you can license it. You can't license what, but, someone. That... Okay. What about if you only become famous and popular after death? What if you're Van Gogh? At- and no one respects or admires you till you've carved it. Fine, you can. I mean, you're gonna get you're gonna get some moolah after that, probably. But like, you can't. Say but that's the point. The you can art. only get moolah after after the fact if the right to it is still there. Well, you don't. You can do other stuff. You can. I don't know. I don't know what else you can do. You probably get some money from the. Oh uh, yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Nah, fuck off. Like. No. Nah, fuck off. No. Nah. Okay, so if you're not famous all through your life, you die undiscovered, and then after yep. you've died, your art suddenly becomes recognised for the amazingness that it is, the next of kin, be it their partner or kids, get no profits. It just... I don't think so. Wow. Well, wait, why would they get no profits? Because, because what, the only gonna... way that they get profit is if they have the right to that item. Um, and no, to reproduction the right of to it. The item. You can only uh, if if you uh, you can only make money off a piece of art if you own the reproduction rights to it. But why should you own the reproduction rights to it? Because you, you can created own... it. No, if you okay, so let's I okay, so it's the Mona Lisa. Who yeah. painted the Mona Lisa? Da Vinci. Correct. I didn't know that, so I framed it as a question, and you answered it for me. Didn't look stupid. Next. Okay. The, the, um, but then, see, you explained it, and then it it did make you look stupid. Oh yeah. You just Any, what are you uh, doing? Ordering a curry. The, just yeah, quickly taking <laughs> <Da> Vinci. 
It was. I was right, but I just had a moment okay. of panic. I love that you needed to check, though. Good. Um, um, I feel better. Okay, so you're, better. you're Mona Lisa. You, no one okay. noticed yeah. it. You died. Then everyone's yeah, like, holy say, shit, is she smiling? What What's up with this girl? I yeah, want to fuck her. what a great painting. Yeah. And then it becomes famous. Yeah. And then the Da Vinci's, I've already forgotten what my point was, but the, the Da Vinci's get to like, they're like, okay, well, I mean, that's ours. We can keep the Mona Lisa. And if we want, we can sell that to um, the Louvre and we can make millions of dollars. But what we can't... He like, was Italian, but not French. You continue. It doesn't matter. It uh, doesn't matter, Nick. You see, Leonardo Vinci was of many, many nationalities. But Just one main yeah, nationality. No, he was Italian. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was good that you had the the, uh, the browser ready to go. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, like you can have the thing and make money off of that, but the I basically, it's the idea of the thing. I don't understand how anyone could ideas. It's like Nick. You know when so you know when someone says they're talking about the word I'm not going to say it, but they're talking about like the N word, right? And then they say, you know, uh, okay, so uh, uh, Dave Chappelle today used the N word, and it's like, well, this is this is literally a Louis C.K. bit, but he's like, what is the point of that? Because you just made me say the word in my head. You just didn't say it. What's the point? I mean, these are like why I I don't understand how ideas that are thoughts that pop in people's brain can be monetized in any. But that's capacity. not what an idea. That's not what art is in the most part. Art is not just an idea, unless you're fucking way postmodernism. It's like a physical thing, or it's a, an actual like an uh, someone sculpted something, someone's composed something, someone has drawn something. It's a physical manifestation of a concept that required time and effort. But the family's going to get that. I just told you, the Da Vinci's are going to get the Mona Lisa. Yeah, but so they sell the painting once and that's all they ever get from it, right? Say they sell it for $2,000 in the 1600s or whatever. I don't know when it happened. Um, And that's that's the sum total that the Da Vinci's ever see. But then... Someone puts it in a gallery, it becomes massively famous. All of a sudden, people are printing T-shirts with it. It's on lollipops or whatever. The second owner of it, the person who bought it for $2,000, now gets all of the benefits of, uh, like, reprints, anytime someone makes it on a calendar, anytime someone uses it for, like, a album art, anytime someone makes a T-shirt of it, they get all the reproducibility of it. Wait, who's getting all this, the T-shirt money? The person that they sold it to. Because now the owner of that painting is not the Da Vinci's. Well, it's a bit of bad luck. Like, I mean, that's bad luck. You shouldn't have sold it to that. Yeah, but if you don't sell it, then you don't make any money ever. You should have employed someone to sell it for you. But you can't employ someone because you don't have any money. You will just tell them that you will have money. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, give it a hundred years. This is going to be really famous, and your descendants will really benefit. I have your fifty dollars bills cryogenically frozen with you, <laughs> side by side. I um, guess. Uh, yeah, you I see mean, my point, though. If you don't when you have put it like that, yeah, when, I, when you put it protection. like that, I actually, yeah, that does make a lot of sense. I mean, I'd be bitter as fuck if that happened to me. 
Did you see um, James Comey on, on interviews and stuff? I didn't watch the interview itself. I saw some of the headlines about it. From Colbert? crazy. Yeah, I did see the it's, Colbert stuff. Yeah, pretty funny stuff. I feel like I've lost <laughs> any sort of sympathy for Combs. Yeah, I mean, he did He seems choices. like a bit of a, a go-getter now, rather than a victim. Yeah, I mean, he... he he has that unfortunate uh, position of having attempted to remain, uh, attempting to do the, the best for the country, yeah. but having been uh, suckered into acting for the benefit of Trump. Yes, um, yeah. So, and and not entirely uh, acting rationally or yep. like, altruistically. Um. So, um, I mean, but he, I guess that just makes him human, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it does make him human, but it does take away from the kind of whole story. I mean, there's been a few of his uh, colleagues that have come on um, and spoken about him since he's released his book and he's gone on, like, uh, CNN and stuff. Um, they've said he's a he's guy, he's an honest guy, and we got that from working with him, but he does have an ego. Um and he's, yeah. you can kind of see that coming through now because he's kind of, he's kind of lowering himself to Trump's level. Like, call, like Trump tweeted out and said he's a slimeball for what he said and he's a liar. And then he's going out on the talk shows and going, yeah, well, he's got really small hands and he's, you know, his hair's silly. And it's like, <laughs> okay, okay, come on. Did he dude. actually like, say that? Just, he did. Wow. He wrote it in his book. Like Colbert made a point of it. Um, yeah, he wrote it in his book, but it just feels like, I mean, it's so easy. Just like it's don't lower yourself to Trump's yeah, level and no, just let Trump on. do it. Come on. I mean, if you're easy. in that position though, let, if you're I mean, in that position, would you not just like, you, you couldn't resist it? No, nah, no, nah. no, I could resist it because it's too easy. And every basic, like basically everyone else is just doing it for you. Just let them do it and look like a cool guy. Yeah. Walk <laughs> away from explosions without looking at it. Exactly, Nick. Exactly. Oh, just with a slight smirk, though. Yeah. To know that you're real. Yeah. No, it is, it is like, it is super worrying, slash, it's, it seems like it's reached the next level of crazy shit because, like, having his lawyer <laughs> be raided by the FBI and it turned uh, out and did you see his like Sean, Sean Hannity. Hannity. <laughs> yeah. That was the best fucking shit. Yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. really know why it's significant. And from what I've seen, it's probably not going to be that significant. But well, it's just like, it's just embarrassing as fuck for Sean Hannity. So this lawyer had three clients. Uh, one of them was Donald Trump. Republican. And, yep. and he uh, paid $300,000 to a uh, hooker that he slept with. Um, 130. Sorry, yeah, 130. Yeah. Um, the second one was the Republican chairman and he paid $1.6 million to a Playboy playmate um, who he yeah. slept with and had yeah. an affair with. And his third and only client was yeah. Sean Hannity. And we don't know <laughs> I love... what Sean Hannity was, <laughs> was I, I love... uh, Sorry, enlisting I... him for. But it's probably not great stuff. I love the uh, term third and only. <laughs> yeah. Third and only. Yeah. 
That's beautiful. Only the lawyer that only has three clients is unusual. Um, it's yeah, it's a it's a fucking it's a it's a very it's a well written it's like House of Cards. Uh, yeah, it is like, like House of with Cards because it's a, with a studio politics. audience. With a studio audience. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Great stuff. Shall we head towards wrapping up? I feel like you had one other story or something that you needed to tell me or something. I've got impression of the wink. Impression Whoops. of the wink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I, I guess wait. that just happened. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm so looking forward um, to this. Like, what's what's almost a wink? Like, what's a very famous wink? <laughs> of the wink. Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> I'm doing impression of the w- of the wink. It's got to be Monroe, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Alrighty. So here's oh, my oh, impression oh. of the wink. <laughs> oh wow, that's as audible. That's as audible as I can make that wink. Yeah, I could hear <laughs> your eyelids clip together. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> what's your impression of the wink? So I've got. I've been working on this. Actually. Caught a plane, so I caught a plane. I was on a plane last week, and I was listening to Sam Harris's podcast, and um, waking up, and I thought I can do. I know that I can do. I just because I had my headphones in, so I couldn't hear myself, but I just knew, given the tone of my voice and how well I know it, that I could do a good Sam Harris impression. Oh, and see, it's unfortunate because I don't know what Sam Harris sounds like. Are you joking? No. I can't... I don't know what he sounds like. I haven't listened to much Sam Harris stuff. Oh, well, that sucks. Well, who cares about you, though? You're only one... You're just a drop in the ocean. Um, I can do a great micro-impression of, um, of Sam Harris introducing his podcast. Well, you do it, and then I'll, um, I'll listen in reverse and feel appreciation after the fact. Okay, but I'm not going to do... Impression of the week without a jingle. It's just sometimes it feels like you don't like when I do the jingle or I ask you to join in with the jingle and you're not willing. So do the jingle. Do the jingle. Pretty easy. Do it. Impression of the week. All right. So this is Sam Harris introducing his his podcast, uh, Waking Up. Welcome to the Waking Up Podcast. I'm Sam Harris. Welcome to the Waking Up Podcast. This is Sam Harris. It's literally like just perfect. It's perfect. Um, I've got the same kind of vocal gear that he does. Yeah, I'm really disappointed. Like I I could tell that was quality, but it's really hard for me to sort of to be able to connect with it emotionally without knowing like the comparison. But I well, could tell that you were really confident in it. it. Look, there'll be some people out there, Nick, that just shivers. know. Shivers. They'll have shivers. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, shiver me timbers. What does that mean? I'm going to look it up. This is going to be fun fact segment. Okay. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Shiver... Me 
Let's see if it comes up. Yes, it does. Shiver me timbers. <laughs> Were you just uncertain whether <laughs> gonna... shiver me timbers would exist on the internet? Yes. All right. Origin. Okay, we're just going to look up the origin of Shiver Me Timbers. And this is going to be... Nick, can you give me a, a, um, a jingle for a fun fact? Bonus fun fact. Wait, what's it called? Bonus fun fact or fun fact? Uh, what do you think? I think just fun fact is a little bit more like alliteration to it. All right, fun fact. Fun fact. Uh, uh, yeah, fun fact. Okay. Fun fact, it's a fun fact, you're gonna fun fact. What do you think? Holy shit, dude. What? That was so good. Yeah. That's fun fact. That's fun fact. That was 100% fun fact. Now I'm in the zone. Now I know exactly what this segment is. I know exactly how it's going to go. I'm in the tone. I'm in the mood. It's time for some fun facts. Holy shit. All right, man. I'm, I'm like I've got shivers. <gasps> Shiver, it came back around. Um, okay, so the origin of Shiver Me Timbers. <laughs> this is actually pretty interesting. I'd be fucking interested. I'm actually, I, I am interested. This feels fun and factual. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so it had been used several times. So I'm skin reading, skin reading. Uh, so it was found in, first used in Disney's, ooh, first circle again, uh, 1950 adaptation of Treasure Island. Really? It was invented by Disney. Where the first known, uh, use of Shiver Me Timbers was in Treasure Island, Disney's 1950 Treasure Island, where Long John Silver says, here's Jim Hawkins, Hawkins, Shiver Me Timbers. All right. Impression of the week. Round two. Um, Now, it's almost impossible to know whether pirates or any seafarers actually used the phrase or if it only lived on the pages of Victorian adventure novels. So basically they have no idea um, (laughs) whether they just made it up or this has been the most unhelpful. (laughs) Wait, so wasn't Treasure Island based on a book? Are they saying that it was in books? No, it wasn't in books. It was only in the movie. It was movie. only in the movie version. So why are they oh, talking wait, about wait, whether wait, it wait, made wait, it? Oh, wait, 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 wait. They got speculation here, Nick. Okay. They got a speculation. Um, okay, the word, so this is what they speculate. The word shiver is defined in the Oxford English Dictionary as to break into small fragments or splinters, while the timbers refer to the wooden support frames of old sailing ships. So, the saying, shiver me timbers, was most likely alluding to the shock of a large wave or cannonball smashing into the ship and causing the hull to shudder or split asunder. How about that? That is some fun facts. That's not bad, I feel like I've I've learned something. I've enjoyed myself. Got a little bit of history, got a little bit of pirate culture. That's that's everything we do in this regular segment, Fun Facts. We are informing, we are educating, we are default. Yeah. If you've enjoyed this kind of thing, if you want another segment of Fun Facts, well, I have some great news. 
you'll find fun facts in every of our previous 90 episodes of Deep Fort. You can find all of them at deepfort.podbean.com. You can find us at facebook.com forward slash deepfort and twitter.com slash deepfort. And you can send your questions, comments, and questions to deepfort at gmail.com. Oh my gosh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, send us some fun facts. Right. Do you know another place you can find Deep Fort? Oh God. Yeah, uh, where? <laughs> you can defi- You can find um, Deep Fort on another site. Okay. Uh, <laughs> is it Pornhub? Nope. Uh, Are you on Facebook Messenger? Uh, I can be. God, I don't like the way that you're laughing. BB, BB, BB. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did. I had to. Wow. I had to, okay. to legitimise my accomplishments okay. explain, on ex- explain what you've done. Well, today, Nick, uh-huh. I wanted to add this podcast to my LinkedIn profile. So when I tried to add it, you can add company name, but only unless it's a legitimate company, it, does, it comes up with a blank kind of, uh, if you can imagine like, you know, on Facebook when you don't have a profile picture, it comes up with that grey like outline of like a, a bobblehead, like yeah. a... Uh, Lego person, yeah. um, and so when I added Deep Fort to my professional resume on LinkedIn today, Deep Fort did not come up with any sort of logo. It didn't make it look legit because everything else on there does have a legit logo, even if it's not on there for a legit reason. <laughs> so I decided to make, and why couldn't I, a uh, a Deep Fort business page on LinkedIn. <laughs> So we are also accepting your pay, your comments yeah. and suggestions on Team Fort LinkedIn. Yeah, if you uh, have a business connection with us and you'd like to help us make our amazing new Scooter Boys t-shirt brand, then please connect with us on fucking LinkedIn, uh, your number one source of podcasts and entertainment, LinkedIn. Please endorse me. Please endorse, Please endorse it. It would really help. <laughs> um, do you have a LinkedIn page? I and actually don't you... have a LinkedIn page, yeah. Can you get one? And also, can you endorse me? <laughs> and also, <laughs> can you confirm Can you confirm that Deep Four is a legitimate thing? Because, if um, anyone I out there has a, deep, has a, um, a LinkedIn page, um, please just, you know... Send follow, some follow support follow to us. Deep Four. <laughs> no, you, no, you can follow it. You can follow it. You, you can, can follow, follow Deep Fort. You can follow it. Yeah. You yeah, get all the latest news you, directly. You'll find us breaks. next to... Uh, if you search companies, we're right in between Facebook and Amazon. Yeah. It's right up the top. 